It's okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there? Wait. The slime warp. They can't see the the top bar, unfortunately. That's that's the fun part when you I know, see. I know. I wish they could see. I don't. There's, yeah. oh, I don't we like, are live. It's okay. live. I'm going to make sure. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Where you are, wherever you are, everyone. This is, I'll let everybody introduce themselves first. And nobody wants to introduce themselves. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's see. Uh, Zach Shahan with uh, Clean Technica. And Kyle Field coming to you live from California. So we're actually two in California, one in, uh, in Florida, and one actually sitting inside a really cool car because, well, we all know that Florida is hot and humid. So wait, what are you doing, Zach? This is Clean Technica's new BMW i3 Rex, new used, I should say, BMW i3 Rex with kid seats in the back and all. Uh, yeah, when we got to Florida, of course, we had to get a car. It was a struggle. Actually, I thought we were moving here three years ago, but the immigrant visa process was two and a half years uh, or so delayed. Uh, so for about three years, I've been trying to figure out what car to get in Florida. And I, I was mostly struggling between a Tesla and a BMW i3. Um, and uh, for various reasons, so, so many reasons come and go, but various reasons ended up with the i3 Rex. But I think the biggest one is just I love this car. I really freaking love this car. And I'm happy that two other guys here love it as well because some people don't love it. But, uh, you know, I I can talk about it for hours probably. But uh, basically, there's certain things that, it, that definitely annoy me about it. That It's nice, the app that you can pre-cool the car and lock it remotely but it takes have you ever used this kyle or, or nicholas it takes so long compared to the tesla the <laughs> tesla app you just do it and it's like it takes a sec a couple seconds the i3 app takes like an, a minute or something and it like hangs up or something uh, so it's really a bit annoying to like conveniently you know, and you're standing there waiting to, you know, get to my wife and two kids and they're like, come on. And I'm like, well, I'm waiting to see if it's working. You know, it's, like, it's not pre-cooling yet. It's not locked yet, whatever. Uh, so it takes like forever to send to the vehicle. And, and, and even after it says successful, it, set, it gives a note, like it can take several minutes. I'm like, what <laughs> so but overall i actually like the car i like having the i3 more than the model s the model s is an amazing vehicle it's better vehicle it is a better vehicle but i like the i3 more personally i just i love the uh the visibility i love the small size and how easy it is to maneuver and turn the the turning radius is insane you can just pull a u-turn so easy in this car i've already had some awesome situations where it was like hey i can do a u-turn here no one else can uh, and uh, the 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 height the sort of it's up a little bit even though it's an ultra compact it's up a little bit and so it feels a little like a CUV like a crossover which uh, it's sort of nice to be up a little higher and the nose is so short you don't even see the hood and it's just like it's like a go kart it's like and the go karts are fun right so I have so much fun in this and the acceleration you know it's not a Model S uh, 85D what we had in, in Europe it's not going to break the sound barrier. But it's, uh, it's really a lot of fun. It's plenty of fun. It's as much fun as you need. The instant torque, you know, I'm like not even trying to like, 
to, to do anything crazy. I like, I leave the light and the Mercedes is like, like half a football field behind me. And it's like, you know, it's like, well, bye-bye, you know? And it's just, it's awesome. You know, it's like, I think it's 5.4 seconds to 60. I don't know if someone, but it's anyway, it's, it's quick enough with the instant torque and my, my daughter loves it. My wife hates it, but well, she's actually okay with it. It's not as bad as the Model S where it was like, you know, put you back in the seat and my wife wouldn't let me do that with her in the car. She, or if I did it, I got hit on the head. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's about, I mean, there's a lot more. I have an article publishing later as an intro to this, to this uh, new vehicle. Um, but I'll have a, a lot of articles about different aspects of it. But I, Nicholas, have you ever been in one? I know Kyle's reviewed it, but you know, it's, I'm, I'm actually glad you said that. It sounds like we, we, uh, I also have the same problem. My wife is amazing and boy, she's been in a lot of cars, but yeah, there are plenty of things I can't do and I know how to not do some. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. It's like, so it's not just me, right? <laughs> I think okay, I was, I was literally the first time I boosted Kyle's word with the Model S 85D. <laughs> I did this with my wife in the car. She hit me in the head with like a pillow or something. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, dude, that's not safe. You don't hit the driver in the head while he's driving. But she didn't like it. <laughs> I'd go back to the first time you boosted in my car when uh, you were out oh. in California a couple of years back. And uh, it was literally within, what, four minutes of being behind the wheel. Yeah. Zach gets on the freeway and takes off. Jesus. And uh, just pegged it, I think, to 80 or something. I don't know what the number was. But, uh, but tell them, how, tell them anyway. the, week, the week before. <laughs> what was I doing all week before this? Oh, I, I remember uh, just harassing me, telling me I was going to get pulled over and I was driving around uh, Southern California because I didn't want Zach to slog through traffic uh, in uh, Long Beach and LA and all over where we were driving uh, for the Model 3 revealing event. And uh, he, the whole time he's like, man, you're going to get pulled over. You're driving so crazy. And it, it was here and there. It was boosting. Um, but then, yeah, within like four minutes of getting behind the wheel, sure enough, gets pulled over. Yeah, and I and I and I joke like I said we got I got on the on the interstate from Ventura. We were going to what's what Tesla store? Santa Barbara to Santa Barbara Tesla store from Ventura. So I got on the highway. I you know I got on the highway quickly because you you know you have to, and I had the opportunity to use the power of the 85D. Uh, and uh, and then I joked. I said, "Oh look, I've been teasing you all week that you're going to get a ticket." <laughs> Because he had a history of getting tickets with a fast car he had. And then he, he had so, so many tickets, he got a super slow car, I think, to, to not get tickets anymore. So I was just messing with him. And I said, oh, look, I've been messing with you all week. And I'm going to get a ticket in like 10 seconds here. And then a, a moment later, I went around the car. So I went fast to pass the car. And, and I was like, oh, my God. The feeling of like, you know, your, your blood stops. You're like, What? And I got, yeah, I got a ticket. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're, you're safer in the I3. I looked at, uh, I think Motor Trend has it pegged at uh, the I3 Rex at zero to 60 in seven seconds. I think it's just that instant torque. Oh, it's seven it. seconds. Yeah, okay. Well, it's, 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 it's so quick. I mean, you get up to 60 so quick. It's easy as well to, to get past the speed limit quickly, especially if you're in a 35 or 25 mile an hour. Zone. But it's definitely not as bad as as bad or good or whatever as the model s where it's just like you're flying before you know it and it's and, it, and it's really not supposed to be i mean i, I i've been driving the, even the early uh, prototypes a long time ago what i really liked about the car is uh, you're right it is like a squashed up little cuv right almost like a manganese take on an su on a cuv <laughs> but what i what i really bugged out about is i saw the tire size and i said 
you want to do what? Get on the highway with one what is it? What are they? One fifty fives? And I thought, nah, nah. But then I was like, okay, so it's BMW. If they know one thing, they you know the ultimate driving machine. Oh, balloon. Excuse me. Yes, very good. <laughs> so I got in it. <laughs> you know, so I'm driving this thing, and I'm like, wow, it's actually pretty well glued to the road. It's nice. And you know what? It was the first EV I ever drove back then that had an anti-creep. So I would really like pull up to a stop to a stop sign, a traffic light, whatever, let go, and that was it. Oh and yeah. It was no, also it's got the first. The, yeah, yeah, keep going. The first. It was also the first mass-manufactured EV that actually felt like a Tesla in the sense of the regen was so hard that it would actually not so hard. So I, I thought perfect for me anyway. But it would actually calm, bring the car to a full stop. And, you know, basically, yeah, you do change your pads every 100,000 miles in that case because it's a city dweller. It zips around like fun. It's a short highway hopper. I think it's the best. I mean, it's just all around the best. If you think about it, price-wise, what it gives and everything, there's plenty of room in that car. It's a great car. It also, it is my first EV, my first choice for an EV. Yeah, no, it, I, the Regen is one of those things that's better. It's better than the Tesla. It's strong. I'm not sure. I've heard the Bolt has strong regen. I haven't tested it yet, but but it's the strongest regen I've seen in a I've experienced in a car, and I love it because really you just go. I almost never have to use the brake. It, it takes you to a stop very well, you without you know at a red light stoplight, and uh, it's just so strong. And they got that feedback from Active EV program drivers. You know the initial testers yes. they had. And they really wanted more regen. And so BMW took that to heart and they maxed out the regen. I remember a video about it, how they really pushed the limits of yep. how much regen they could. And, uh, and it's awesome. I think that's one of the things I like more about it than the Model S. Uh, Actually, you're right because I remember driving my friend's Active E, uh, you know, the regular whatever, that three shape that it is. And, and you're right. It was too heavy. It didn't break fast enough. And, and you're right. The, 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 the Bolt does actually a good do job at regen, but it doesn't have, and I'm, I'm going to sound really snooty here again, but it's that BMW feel. There really is a different feel to this car. There's a different feel in the way you hit the brakes. There's a different right. way. It, it just really feels like that. The Bolt gives you that impression, but you feel that it's more of a weight because it's a heavier car, so it handles well and it feels well. Yeah, but BMW and Tesla. The ability of, yeah. of the i3. Yeah, BMW and Tesla really have that premium. They 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 make it premium. Kyle, you've tested like every electric vehicle ever imagined. What 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 are, what are your thoughts on the different regen levels of different cars and how this compares? And yeah, I, I think the uh, the i3 is the most natural feeling uh, from the get go, but it does take a little bit of getting used to for ICE drivers. I mean, that's something we see consistently is that regen doesn't feel normal. People expect that kind of engine traction or the friction in in the engine to pull them forward. Just that. The engine is on and you're kind of running against that in an internal combustion vehicle. So EVs feel different, um, but like Nick said, uh, the uh, not having uh, regen feels unnatural in a sense where it's, it's just gonna roll, uh, but it can completely do that if you want it to. And then in the i3, I think it's got a very natural feeling uh, regen and it feels great. It was the first car that had what could have been like a single pedal driving feel to it. Um, and, and about the driving, I think, like you said about the Bolt, uh, Nicholas, you mentioned that it's just a heavy car. Um, I agree with that completely. The i3, I don't, I may be able to get, have been able to get the tires to squeal once, uh, but in the, I, in the Bolt, it felt like it was happening uh, quite a bit. We actually had it, I think all four tires sliding around a corner and we weren't driving crazy. We weren't off road. We weren't uh, being maniacs. Um, but, 
It That's just, interesting. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I remember mentioning you mentioning it, but uh, <laughs> I don't remember it being so. Yeah, well, I remember the, the I forget who did this. This was one of these uh, engineering firms that did a teardown of the i3, called it the ultimate, the ultimate uh, vehicle or something. But, it, it, uh, it, it, it really is in, in so many ways. I mean, when you think about what BMW had to do with that, to buy into carbon fiber, it's not easy, you know, going into carbon fiber when you've been making uh, aluminum. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, the Germans are a little bit more into carbon fibers than the Italians, but still, and I, I still think it just hits that perfect spot, that car. I mean, in the feel and everything, what I'm really worried about now is, come on, give us a choice, guys. No and uh, I mean, on and off, you know, sometimes you're on the highway, you just want to cruise and I don't need any regen. My foot gets tired. I love the strong regen of the, of, of the BMWs and I love also the, the regen of the Teslas. But when I go down, you know, further down into the, you know, lower, lower price cars, it feels really mushy. It doesn't feel great. And I understand the logic of you don't want to shock people. They're, they're coming out of a nice quaint you know, gasoline, automatic, hum-hum kind of car. So, but g give them a little bit of thrills here. You know, let them boost up the regen if they want to. People are not stupid. They know what they want. So that's what I'd like to. And you know what? We talk yeah. about that all the time with engineers. We talk about that all the time with car companies. Just do it. And the thing I'm disappointed about, you know, BMW seemed to get that from the early Active E program. And then it, it sort of faded away from this, this really hardcore electric, approach and it's been doing these these small hybrids plug-in hybrids and i'm a little disappointed because i would like to see them do more cars in the vein of the i3 but different classes and you know and of course the i3's range you know this is a 70 71 mile range with the right because the range extender adds 60 but takes away from the battery bit and i mean i we have luckily everywhere we go practically has charging stations uh, so it's not really a problem but we have to charge like everywhere we go because it keep with the air conditioning for the Florida heat and the, you know, the, the different speeds. Uh, I was worried about the tires as well. Cause you know, I'd heard, and you know, it's hard to tell before you really experience them more. And this was the first car I test drove in 2013, the first electric car I ever test drove, but I don't, I didn't really remember checking or testing the, the wheels. Uh, so I haven't been on the interstate yet, but we've been 55 and it doesn't feel there's no, uh, it doesn't have a, there's no problem with it. They're a little sensitive, you know, so bumpy roads, you know, are bumpier. Uh, that that I noticed compared to the Tesla, which had air suspension, the one we had. So it, it probably <laughs> oh. is a, a little unfair, but um, but it, it's good. And and uh, uh, the, uh, I, forget, I forget what I was going to say, but yeah, keep going. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, they actually, because, you know, those tires are very different. Those are low, I mean, super low roll resisting tires. Right. I had a great conversation with uh, Michelin about how tires are made, which is really, I mean, and it's interesting in and of itself, but uh, low roll resistance tires is a whole new uh, level of, I mean, you have more air pressure in it. And of course you've got to work on the suspensions in different ways. And it's, and you have the electric motor that delivers so much torque. So, it's pretty fascinating so that you feel the bumps. I think that's interesting. I, I still want to do reviews of the different green tires out there because a good idea. It, obviously some squeak, some make noise, some don't. I, as much as I like the Michelins, they're not great in California. They, they seem to dry a little too much, but you know, they're great tires everywhere and all these tires are different. So I can't remember the ones on the i3, the one that you have, I'm not sure what they are either now. 
Yeah, uh, I think they're Michelin. I have to. I'm looking yeah. in the rearview mirror. Yes, <laughs> good. Which are Michelin? I'll, I will get out quickly. Hopefully, I won't. <laughs> no, see no. I'll uh, get out quickly because you can also see it. Oh, they are uh, good. No, what is it? Uh, Eco. Ecopia. Oh. So it's Bridgestone Ecopia. Bridgestone, yeah. Oh, it was wait, that or, or Continental. Oh, what's that? Do we have a. Oh, we have a, something on the car. Got oh, stuff. yes. Oh. Beautiful. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, uh, well, I will just, we, we can move on to other stuff. I will, I will quickly just note maybe five things I like more about this than the, than the Tesla. And, you know, I say Model S, but I, you know, much of it applies to the Model 3. So, I, of course, I think about it with regard to the Model 3 because we wouldn't get a Model S here. We'd get a Model 3. Um, and I saw a Model S in the parking lot the other day. First one I've seen live Model, since. Model 3. Model 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw the pictures since, on uh, Facebook. Since, yeah. <laughs> blue, blue one at uh, Best Buy in Sarasota here. And uh, it's the first one I've seen since the unveiling event uh, live because, you know, I've been in Europe. But uh, logically, like I said, logically the Model 3 is just so much the better choice. But for $20,000 used and just loving so much about this vehicle i i my heart was has it's it's sacrilege i know i'm gonna probably get like murdered on facebook for this but it's uh uh i i love the the visibility is just so much so awesome the visibility is awesome in the back seat with the kids they have actually great visibility their their car seats are above the windows the back seat windows are low so they can actually see out the windows well which is not so easy in a normal sedan uh and they're because of the ultra compact size this is number three they they're like really close to us it's like they're right next to us and at four and two sometimes that's a challenge but that's actually like uh, we're happy to have them close not like sitting in another cabin or another wagon of the vehicle you know um and uh the the regen the, the regen is really just the, the best and the the ultra compact size for turning is amazing on the downside the Tesla navigation system is just worlds better. The the navigation, the infotainment, uh, and the the app for for controlling the car virtually, and then the uh, you know the range, of course. Like it's you have to think about it, which is fun and okay for us now. But with the Model Three, you know, it would be so easy. And we charge, we have the four charge point stations at the Whole Foods down the street. Behind that, there's like 20 or 30 Tesla superchargers. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, whoa, we drove by, I was like, holy cow, that's a lot of superchargers. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, it's just the, the, the range in charging is that much better in the, in the Model 3 or Model S. And uh, I'm sure, um, I'm trying to think of one more thing that I would prefer with the with the Model 3 or Model S. I mean, the power, of course, is exciting. And the space, the storage space, of course, you have a lot more storage space. So, you know, it's uh, it really doesn't make sense to, to prefer the i3, but I somehow somehow feel like I do. I have to get in the Model 3 and drive it around and see if that changed my mind. <laughs> uh, but at, you know, 16, I, probably in California, you can get much better deals even, but, you know, 17 to $20,000 for used i3 Rex is like, uh it's quite quite attractive <laughs> yeah so still, yeah. Go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead go ahead i was gonna say um i i sold my model s in advance of the model three uh 
deliveries, uh, which we thought we could have a floodgate open last July, and it's been painful. I've been in a Prius. Uh, it was supposed to be maybe a six-month car. Uh, I was thinking like October, we'd get the, the Model 3. And here we are in the Prius um, a year and change later, a year and two months now since I sold the Model S. Um, so it's down to the point where almost every day, maybe every other day, I'm going to my wife trying to propose a different idea. Hey, I'm going to get a used i3. And she's like, how long are you going to keep that for? And what happens when Model 3 comes? And I'm like, just, I just need, I have this just burning desire to get back into an electric car and it's just killing me. Uh, so I've been looking at the Leaf, the i3, and oh man, I can't, I can't reconcile the numbers. It's a bad financial decision. No matter how you do it, cars aren't a good investment. Uh, but even, even I mean, if you had it for a short time, couldn't you resell it for a similar price, or is it that much of a difference? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could, but it's the, it's just the hassle of doing all oh. that. They're, they're not easy investments to move. Um, it's a lot of work to let people drive it and set up appointments and all that. So. We're, we're, we're in the same place, actually. It's, it's funny we should mention this because, so what we ended up doing is out of three cars, we only have one that, that actually drives. I'm on electric bicycles and of course scooters and you know skateboards 97% of the time now. And now we're getting to the point where I'm actually, I'm going to sell my old cars and it's heartbreaking, but I can get at least 5,000, more than $5,000 out of it, but I can get a secondhand Chevy Spark or an IME. But you're right. Had I done what I, what you did, which is what I thought I was going to do. Oh, I'll just get a hybrid interim. I would have, I would have hated it every single second of it. So not, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's I'm feeling, I'm it's feeling your pain. EV. <laughs> a hybrid is like, woof, wookie dokie. And yeah, so, I'm feeling your pain. It's so hard to switch. I mean, we, with the Model S we had for Tesla shuttle business in Wrocław, I was switching quite often with the, one of the business partners with his Volvo uh, S60 diesel. Oh my God, it was so pain, so painful to drive a non-electric. Yeah, I, I think the saving grace is that I've got uh, a couple electric bikes I'm reviewing right now and the kids are uh, in summer, the summer break. So we've got some flexibility with their schedule. So I don't have to take them to school every day and back. And you've also reviewed like 20 electric cars for us, haven't you, in this time? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was exactly what I started doing. I was like, I'm going to throw in as many of those reviews as I can. Cause otherwise it's like, you're buying, like I was paying for a Tesla. It's like, it's hard to trade that for another car for a week. Um, even if it's an exciting car, because you just, you're, you have a car payment that you're paying for and the car is just sitting there. And so it is a good opportunity to do that. And that does help me to drive electric, um, or, uh, in the case of the Mirai hydrogen fuel cell cars, uh, which is a whole different story that we don't need to dive into. Um, today, but uh, definitely excited to get back into an electric um, as soon as possible. And uh, I'm sure my wife's going to be upset no matter how it ends, but uh, I'll blame you, Zach, if I do end up getting into an i3 between now and the Model 3. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm loving it. We love it as much as we expected, more, more than we expected, I would say. Uh, but you have to, I'm really not sure, you know, I'm not sure if the if the battery range gets burned quicker than like a leaf or something, it seems like my mom drives all over the place with her leaf without having to charge. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. 2015 leaf with 84 miles range, but she has also, she had opportunity to charge at night for, because she was living, staying on a houseboat and uh, there's charger right there. So maybe that was the difference. I don't know, but I, I, I have to test it or something. I don't, I don't really, well, it, it's be difficult. I Actually, more than likely because those places have 240 volts, I mean, plugs, so they, they can recharge pretty quickly, like RV campers and all these places. They're a great place for AV drivers. Oh, yeah. There's a city Clipper Creek uh, charger, level two charger, right right there at, at the location. But yeah, so it, sounds, 
it, it sounds like the only car we still haven't really driven is the Model 3, really, like out there on the road for like a week or something like that. Well, Kyle had it for a day, yeah? Right, right. Yeah, I had it for a day, um, and it's a fantastic car. I mean, it, yep. it drives, uh, I think it's a lot like the BMW where it almost calls you to drive faster. Uh, the handling is so tight, and it's a much different experience than the Model the Model S, the Model S is a much larger car. And I wrote an article comparing the two because it just kept coming back in my head how different they were. I think like Zach said with the i3, the nose is kind of snubbier. And the, the Model 3 uh, compared to the Model S is very similar. The nose almost disappears uh, with the shorter uh, trunk. That, shorter front. That, and you have that tiny dash. Right, and the low profile dash. And it, it really just makes all of that kind of go away and gives it really increases the visibility and changes the feel of the car to the point where uh, we talked about it when the performance edition came out, but I, I think I would just get in trouble uh, in the in the model <laughs> three with a performance edition. Oh, the performance is insane! Don't touch it. But uh, yeah, yeah. When no, you, I, when, I'm always just just one quick yeah. question because you said something that was very interesting. It keeps on asking you to accelerate. The only other car that I had out of all the cars that we've talked about was the uh, Volkswagen E Golf. It was one of those cars that I I liked, but I found so frustrating. I didn't want to deal with it anymore because I get on the highway. I'm like, yeah. 85 whoa battery down it's like dang it okay so right back down to and then you try driving a golf at 65 miles per hour on a highway it's not fun so that's why it was interesting when you said that it is true yeah that, that that's that's now we've heard we've heard I've, I've never driven that car i've heard great things about it everybody seems to like it prefers it over the leaf for handling and that kind of thing yeah i i'm always i'm constantly comparing the the i3 to the model s in my head you know because that's what what we've had I think it, it would be a, I think the Model 3 would be more compelling for me because I prefer the smaller uh, smaller size, the handling of the the the, 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 the thin the, the short dash and uh, and short hood and all that. And I just I prefer smaller cars. So I think once I get in a Model 3, which I'll have to go over to the store and test drive one, I think that's open or opening soon. Uh, I might have a challenge. I might I might decide to sell the i3 and and get the base model three when it's available. I can't really justify $9,000 for the extra 90 miles of range since I don't really feel any need for it. But uh, I tried to justify it and I figured the resale value would be higher and blah, blah, blah. But uh, it was just always a challenge to me looking at the, the final price tag. And, and uh, actually the, the, I got rejected from the normal, um, just automated uh, financing system for for a five you know i was trying to get like 50 50 55 000 loan for the model three so i'd have uh more yeah anyway but uh i got rejected from the automated system then at the dealer he was like oh dude with your credit score and payment history and everything you can get anything you want you can get whatever you want you just have to get an underwrite you know the underwriter will give you that much for sure right uh, but i was like at that point i was sold on the i3 and i was like well i'm not gonna change my mind now again uh, but it, when the when the base model comes around and I test drive a Model Three, I might be tempted to change. But I don't know. I, I really love love the i three. It's a wonderful but car. I, I almost I almost think that there are two different cars. I mean, to me, like the Model Three would be probably better where where Kyle, where you live, where you need to get on the highway more often. But for someone like me, and it sounds like where you are, Zach, I'm about ten a ten minute bike ride away from downtown. Yeah. On the street, yeah. Right. So an I3 is just about as perfect. I mean, I would even go smaller. I would go like, like a, you know, a, a Tango commuter or something like even crazy smaller, like two seater kind of thing. We just don't really need it. Go, going back quickly to the uh, e-golf. I think 
the one thing that you got to be very careful with that golf because um, well I'm half German so I can say you know German engineer you got to be careful with it I left the keys inside and I went to get my wife and the windows were locked and all of a sudden I hear click Ooh. we're waiting yeah. for people to come here and open the door and so when i brought it up to uh, volkswagen they're like yeah yeah it's a security thing i said well that was really <laughs> i got locked out of my car so but well, is that's... there a way around it because you know that we've known that since the 80s and we've been telling you since the 80s <laughs> this is a big mistake but no, so that's the one thing you got to be careful with that car Sure well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the i3 is just uh, you, you don't plug it in or what, you you just have the key and you turn it on. So I think it would be unlocked if the keys are in the car. But the thing, the problem I keep having with the i3 is it doesn't lock when you walk away like the Tesla. Right. <laughs> so I keep uh, I keep walking away and forgetting that I have to lock the car. It's it's a little annoying. But uh, th there's little things we'll come back to. But what do you guys? And I think probably the the i3, the low end of the i3 was like sixteen thousand for a non-rex here in California. It's got to be about fifteen thousand or so. But how far? How low do you think this car can go? Because it's a premium BMW. On like how how low? I mean, of course, the range is is getting seeming smaller and smaller as other cars come to market. But but what are your thoughts on how low a, a used i3 could go in in California or whatever? I've seen them for 14.5. I was actually, I mean, last week I was looking at them <laughs> and I've got a dealer calling me. I think he called me yesterday and he was, uh, it's a, a gray uh, I3 Rex. I think it's like a 2014, 2015 for, yeah, 14.5 or 15,000. Um, so, I mean, I, I could see them hovering around 15. I mean, all day. I think if you were patient about it and just wanted to wait for, for a specific car, you could get it for 15, 16. But I'm thinking more like in a year or two. Do you think how how much lower do you think these will drop? I mean, there's sort of a base level for for various cars, but, but it's, I think specifically the i3 will drop because it, it's not a car that you can upgrade quickly and easily. That whole tub is is very unique, and unless BMW, you know, somehow recycles their uh, their i3 tubs, it's not going to happen really quickly. I'm actually thinking it's going to reach ten thousand pretty quickly because. Right now, the market, if you look at it, you've got the $5,000 um, iMeve, Chevy Spark, well, iMeve 5000, Chevy Spark, you know, six, seven, and it kind of goes up and up and up and like that. So if you look at, you're right, the, the, the quality of the BMW, the ride, the, the, the I, I think no lower than 10,000 probably, unless you have a beater upper or something like that. Yeah, I think that's a very fair price. I mean, the i3 feels a lot to me like the the new Volt, uh, where you've got the the built-in base range. So it's essentially it's a plug-in hybrid. Um, you get your base range of uh, 60, 70, 80 miles. Um, I think 80 is achievable. Uh, oh, it, oh, it's smaller in the Rex. That's right. So it's uh, um, 60 or 70 miles if you if you're kind to the car and the battery, um, which is not too much more than the uh, the Volt, right? It gets was it 53 per charge. And then I got more. I, I, I got close to 64 actually driving on the highway all the way up to uh, San Luis Obispo. So you can nice. seriously hypermile that car. Yeah. Yeah. So I think those, those types of cars in that setup, um, other than the small gas tank, I mean, it, it gives you what you need. Um, you can still stop if you need gas and a charge. And uh, I think it, it's, a, it's a durable platform. I think um, it was $4.51 to fill up the, the engine, the tank. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I, I think it's a, it's a great alternative. I mean, you get a premium car. A brand you can trust um, and I think looking back on this we'll see the i3 as something that really it was a pivotal point in BMW's history and they, they meant it to be that 
but it also it's like the model three where it's it's a very defined like moment defining and brand defining moment for uh for electric vehicles in the automotive industry yeah you know i think i think it's you're right it is for the industry because it was the first time we had a carbon you know resin tub like that i mean it was it was it was ballsy you know excuse my french it was really ballsy for bmw to do that because financially they were not in a good place uh, that was a big, big, big dare that they did, and yeah, I still, I still I like it. I know you're a classic cars guy, Nicholas, but you know, think about it. This is a classic car already of the, uh, you know, so maybe, maybe think about it. You know, we could all be in an i3 in one year, right? Well, you know, actually, it's <laughs> funny you should say that because I am talking to classic car owners, and uh, a lot of them are very open to EVs actually. And we started discussing what EVs would be classics or can be classics, and obviously. The i3 will be the, you know, by the way, whoever has a Model S, the 60 version, hang on to it. That's a classic. It's definitely going to be a collector's item. Same thing with the first ones and the last ones of any series, all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, I, I think the i3 will always be a classic. And, to, you know, I'm going to shock a few people. It's going to be as, as much of a classic as the TI 2002s were, you know, those little two doors, uh, sedans that were so much fun to drive. And the equivalent was the Alfa Romeo GTVs. I think it's right along there. I mean, it's a GT, GTI, GTV, GTE, GT Electric. That's what we should be having now. EGT. Well, well I think this uh, this weekend episode was ended up just being i3 and similar cars, e-golf, Model 3, Model S. Uh, I mean, similar, you know, sort of, you know, some somewhat similar. We're going to get, again, I'm going to get uh, get arrows in me for saying similar. But uh no, it should be a lot more fun to talk about. I, I would also love to do a, an episode talking about charging. You know, charging in the U.S. versus Europe is actually way different. It's pretty interesting. Uh, there's pros and cons to both sides. It's funny. Yeah, and we have people to invite. That would be actually um, a lot of fun because we can get a bunch of people around here to talk about that. I, I also know um, international people so they can talk about all that, plus your experience, plus all of our experience. That would be a really good topic. All right, are we wrapping it up for today? Yeah, anything else? Sir? So I guess if we're done, check in to, not tomorrow, we'll, I don't know if we're doing tomorrow, we'll do Monday for sure. Maybe not, most likely uh, Monday morning again, we're gonna give ourselves a break for the weekend, but definitely check back on, uh, on Monday morning. We will be back with more news and more inside scoops and perhaps, who knows, maybe we might just talk about, wait, what's that Californian startup company everybody talks about? Tesla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we still call it a, t- a startup? It's fifteen. Is it? Yeah, it's fifteen years old by now. By the way. And maybe, uh, maybe Kyle will be in an i three by then, or a, or a Bolt or something, a Nissan Leaf. I'm not sure what what the choice of the day is. Uh, but you know, I, I think if we have good news next week, we should have probably have a, an es- a decent estimate of when they will open up the orders for the base Model Three. It might. Might just be a few more months if Kyle can hold on. We'll see. But, uh, <laughs> That's definitely what I'm holding my breath for. I mean, I think next week is extremely exciting because Tesla it wraps up the quarter. Um, they're going to open the floodgates for Model 3 shipments. Uh, we're already seeing those starting to queue up as of Monday, like this coming Monday, which is the start of July. Uh, so I think next week could be huge because they're going to announce their, their quarterly shipments, which they always do, and that'll define where they're at with Model 3. And then like Zach said, I mean, that's going to kind of give us the projection um, he and I have been talking about this in the background, but just uh, I'm super excited about next week because I am waiting for that standard battery model three. That's the one that I'll get in the least trouble for purchasing. <laughs> so that's my preferred option. <laughs> 
Yep. So check in. We are off. Thank you guys. Appreciate all your insight. And uh, we'll be in the comments on Clean Technica, maybe Facebook. If I don't do Facebook, but you know, Clean Technica, if <laughs> if we're if you catch us there. Yeah, Cheers. Oops. Sorry. Bye. Oh, oh, see you guys.